You are about to opt into Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. Alrighty. All right. I think that went okay. Okay. <laughs> am, I get, am, I, am I muted? Am I muted? Oh, yeah, uh, you're muted. Whoops. <laughs> good job. Thanks. Cheerios. So hello, good hello, morning. Good morning. How do you do? Good job. Good job. Thanks. Thanks. I, it. It um, I hope that uh, went well. I guess we'll watch it after the show. But yeah, I'm still hearing. Static. Can hear Doug, but a little quiet. Okay. What is like? What is going on here? I'm hearing static too. I don't know. They're trying to stop us. <laughs> Can't be stopped. <laughs> we got Crypto Bear on. We do. We do. Uh I. Uh, what's it called? Someone's saying they can hear Doug, but a little quiet. So I guess talk. Hello, hello, hello. Loud. Yeah, that's think, weird. Yeah, though. that's weird. I Whatever. feel like we usually tested everything. Too, usually too loud. Yeah, you're usually too loud. But I don't know. We'll mess around with this after. Anywho, so good morning. Constant. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's an adventure every what, single what is time. Changing? Nothing is changing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It unravels after every. <laughs> And we leave it the same yeah. too. Like it's not like you change any settings. Well, no, yesterday because I did the interview. Oh, nice that's shirt. right. Yeah. Take the orange pill. Yeah. Monero Space has one too. I know. I really like these shirts. Yeah, these Was it Club Monero? Club Monero. Yeah, I love my little shirt. Club Monero. If you want to jump on at some point, let us know. Okay. You can chill your your website. Yeah, definitely. Love the shirt. I got a little tank top. I wore it the last episode. He sent us stickers too. Yeah, he said. Yeah, we keep getting uh. Stickers in the mail. Decals, one I could, you know, like an outdoor yeah. de decal, which is cool. Maybe, should I show it to people? Or yeah, so what's up, Douglas? How's it going? <sighs> Not much. <laughs> well, I did, we did the presentation yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the crypto vigilante. Crypto vigilante. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You were a hit. A lot of good. people. Yeah. People uh, were. Uh, I was a little worried trying to throw it together bless uh, it but that's how minute. you work you work uh very last minute but right. you did well yeah everyone liked it um yeah a lot of comments were very it was a lot of positive feedback yeah. i feel like i didn't attack uh the other privacy coins enough though okay well because there's there a lot of pirate people like in a... there you know i'm not i'm not big on this idea of dividing up people that all essentially are trying to do the same thing <laughs> there's positives to it so i had i had sarang uh i did an interview with sarang yesterday sarang norther uh -huh. and aram and aram and aram um with their recent proposal of the lantis spark right and that came out of basically development yeah that's that's where we're getting some fuzz development that was funded by Fira. So that's an example of uh, where this competition is good. 
among you know these these projects right because that essentially helped fund the creation of the Lantis spark which now it looks like is probably going to be implemented into monero so that's kind of cool that's like uh you know a big a big a big company buying out a smaller well not buying out but taking taking the the r d from you know a smaller startup right so that that's kind of cool um to see that happen uh, but then with things like pirate, you know, and I'm not hating on it, but I just don't like that they're just kind of sucking energy out of the larger project yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and pulling noobs into it wagon. who don't know any better. And they um, always tag us whenever they're like promoting right. their stuff. You know, it's, it's like fair. if you guys really want to create digital cash, one of the best things we can do is team up and all adopt Monero which already has gained network effect and will just win the revolution faster. Yeah. Like each new user, each new transaction, the network becomes stronger. So it's just a little irritating. I'm you know, trying to overcome I can that. See that. I guess people have different opinions on it. Like I said, the positive is the, the Lanta Spark example. I think that's a great example of, of a positive there. We're getting this great new technology that is coming out of this other project, essentially. Um, it's a great example, but pirate chain guys, I don't know. And I, I didn't push it enough in my talk yesterday. Just this idea that, you know, Monero is the king. When you look at, I pulled up the chart that shows, you know, the, the transaction counts of Monero versus Zcash shielded transactions versus I think Dash is on there. I mean, Monero is just like dwarfs every other currency in terms of use is actual you know untraceable digital cash so people need to realize that and uh yes yeah we gotta get the word out guys <laughs> so pirate so people, talk you know, quite well. <laughs> whatever if you ever want to jump up on stage we could we could we could chat um if you're out there and you're like on the fence and you're a noob and you're getting into this just be wary i mean if you want if you want to get involved in projects like that you know do whatever you want but you should uh, be cognizant of the fact that if you actually are tr truly believe in what's being done here, the creation of digital cash, and you're not just trying to jump on a, a pump and dump, um, you're gonna you should be supporting Monero in a very large way. Uh, you know, small cap projects that are associated with Monero that are trying to compete against it. Do they have the potential to pump more? Yeah, because they're small caps, so it's easy to, easy to pump. But be wary of the fact that people are intentionally trying to pump them, uh, especially those that have a lot of it uh, and are, you know, the one or two people that started it. So just be cognizant of that. That's that's my message. I, I know <laughs> I sound like a BTC maxi, but these it's it's true. There's so much truth to it. You end up hurting, slowing down the progress of of the leader which is a little frustrating to say. I mean, it's just going to happen really anyway. Feel. It's just slowing down the inevitable. That's the way I look at it. Uh, someone's asking, will you make your slides available? Uh, your presentation, I guess yeah, I can totally, ask. Yeah, well, we got I want to get it from them. Yeah, right? I got to get it from them. We'll I guess I'll ask Raphael. Out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they wait, though. Yeah, yeah. they wait a bit. Um, yeah. So we won't get it for a bit, but we'll definitely, you know, post it on our uh, 
I mean, guys, the president, I mean, it wasn't for anybody that listens to narrow <laughs> talk and this show, it'd be like, all right, you'd be like, I heard this a million times. <laughs> I just basically summed everything up that I've ever said. And, you know, 25 slides. It'll be good to put out all Monero's our best features for newbies, though. Iron sharpens iron. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. No, I do like the competition among the projects. But yeah, just slightly frustrating. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. You know, it is what it is. It's a completely open marketplace. It's open source software. Um, but that being said, we, we do need to grow adoption. Monero has gained the network effect. It's, it's won the, the niche of digital cash. And we just need to make that stronger and stronger. So we need to, sure, if you want to be involved in these other projects, that's fine. But uh, the more energy we can put into Monero and the, the further we can grow adoption of Monero, the higher chance we as a crypto community have of winning and making sure that, that Monero succeeds. Because they're trying to stop it, guys. They're, you know, Bitcoin... I don't think there's two people are too, you know, the, the powers that be are too concerned about at this point. Um, but if something like Monero gains global unstoppable traction, and I would argue it already has, but if it gets to the point where, you know, a large percentage of the populace is using it, it's going to really take away a lot of power from a lot of powerful people. And they're going to, they're going to be upset about that. So, uh, we need to make sure it kind of survives this this fight, this fight stage, which we're really starting to see now. That was another in recent interview I did. What was uh, that guy's Wesley. name? Wesley. 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 Yeah. Wesley Thice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He's he kind of yeah, an he's analyzed the regulatory space pretty well. And he's made some strong arguments as to, you know, why it looks like governments globally are going to try to crack down more and more uh, and fight against things, particularly like privacy coins like Monero for the purposes of, of preventing money laundering and the financing of terrorism, which all, uh, you know, are, are noble causes, uh, but not if it means, you know, banning Monero. And like we've said, you can't stop Monero, but it could make it a little inconvenient and slow down its progress if they try to do things like that. Should we bring uh, Crypto Bear on? Uh, yeah, sure. Else, well, I also want to talk that we use CoinCard. Oh, yeah. That was we a tried it out. Yeah, we tried it out. Um, well, have we actually used it for a purchase yet? Not yet. We got the card. Yeah, we got the card. Okay. Thank um, you, CoinCards. Yeah. It's like a cool little system. but uh, Yeah, you yeah. want to explain what that is to people? Um, yeah, sure. Um, it's uh, basically um, you can buy gift cards. Um, from I guess most retail retailers, I guess, right? I don't know. I know we we attempted an Amazon card uh, using any type of crypto, and uh, we tried using it um, with Monero. We bought a gift card using with Monero, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty I guess smooth process. You went to the website, you selected the amount uh, you wanted on the card. And then uh, they sent you a QR code and then you sent the money there and then it took a second to like process and then it was complete. And then they send you a confirmation via email and then they send you an email with the the code to redeem your card. But it took a while to get the it redeem It took a code, bit, right? yeah. But uh, it was like, I guess within 
the hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was Fine. interesting. So yeah. now we just got to use it. So I'm just, it worked. I, uh, put it onto my Amazon account and, uh, it went through. So. Yeah, that's cool. We'll, cool. we'll continue to talk about that. We're, we're looking for ways where we can easily use Monero on a daily basis <laughs> since I'm now essentially going to be living off of Monero <laughs> since I went full-time Monero and uh, I'm leaving the, the fiat system. <laughs> so guys, any you know, we'll continue to anybody ever want to come up here and talk about their um, experience with that? Please do let us know any tricks and hints. And I'm sure people in the community would love to hear that as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess let's move on and have our special, special guest, Crypto Bear. Howdy, hey. howdy. Hello? He's muted. He's muted. Oh, he's muted. There he goes. Hey, guys. Good morning. How's it going? What's up, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Ooh, the famous voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like your voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a little groggy in the morning. I'm I'm definitely not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, but well, maybe, maybe you should do some singing in the morning. You know, you get oh. <laughs> that groggy voice. Yeah, it's Are great you... until the second take wakes up and I'm like, man, it sounded better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded better before I woke up. <laughs> Are you wearing your Monero sweater as as we speak? <laughs> it's a little bit too warm still. Maybe <laughs> later on. Do you have the Monero sweater? Yeah, I do have it. Yeah, all right. I don't know how this. I don't know how many of us are out there. Yeah, that you have, have the too. Monero sweater. Yeah, I, it was. Uh, what is it? Hotel Moon is the company that made them, and they were popular like back 2016, 2017. Yeah. And when I saw that they had a Monero one back then, I was, you know, ecstatic. I was so excited. I know, same, same here. I, I wore it like Christmas. I wore it to like my my family Christmas party. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, the Monero one's the only one I've never worn out in public. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, I think the yeah, only deck. use I've ever gone in out of it, you know, like wore it, wore it, was uh, for that Monero extremist video. <laughs> nice. Dude, yeah, tell us more yeah. about when did you start making these videos? I yeah, only, what's we your only Monero recently story? discovered you. <laughs> So uh, just to give a little bit of background, I've been, you know, I got into the crypto space back 2014, 2015-ish, sort of like introduced to it. And I think like most people in the community, they're kind of exposed to hearing something about Bitcoin. And, you know, at first, first impression is, oh, this is a scam. It's a Ponzi. This will never work, you know. And it's about the second, third time you hear about it, you get interested, you start looking into it. I was big into that hackathon space back then, right, where they would do hackathons. They had a category for Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, I started getting involved with it. And then, you know, I, I, I fell into the rabbit hole, right, with cryptocurrencies. It's right at the intersection of politics, monetary theory, and free market economics, right, mixed with a little sprinkle of technology um, and an underground feeling to it, right? So I, yeah, I did some projects and, and stuff uh, and did a, so yeah, I, I did a little bit of uh, music here or there for random crypto stuff. And it wasn't until like this last year or so that I was, you know, hey, you know, 
I've, I've been around doing a lot of cryptocurrency stuff. Maybe I should start putting out some music. Because uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a guy, uh, Tzu Tong. I, 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 I'm probably killing the pronunciation. But he used to make all sorts of Bitcoin music and stuff yeah. way, way back in the day. Um, yep. And, yeah, and I just felt like there was a little bit of what I, you know, it's funny because there's so many people doing parodies and everything, right? And I feel like I'm, I'm extremely passionate about not only the technology, but the implications that this technology has in really changing the status quo and power dynamics of how people interact with government, with banks, with just money in general, that, um, you know, I, I don't see it as parodies, right? It's, it's, it's pretty cringe, but I love doing this stuff. And I thought that the, it, it definitely was missing somebody coming in here and just putting a lot of this stuff out. Um, and I think unlike a lot of the people who are putting out music in, in, in this space, uh, I'm not just trying to show whatever the latest coin is, right? And uh, I'm not just trying to be like, oh, you know, this coin and this exchange will give me views if I, uh, whatever, I, I really, uh, I'm passionate about the stuff I talk about. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, yeah. You see others that maybe are just trying to tap into a community, right, with the song. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that that's that's nice to hear that you actually believe in what you're saying. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> I've been around for a while, and I think uh, uh, so. I kind of got the jump on one day. I got the idea that there's so many Bitcoin maximalists, and, and something that annoys because I think most of us who got into the space originally were exposed to Bitcoin, and there's kind of like a few steps of waking up and, and realizing this stuff. And you know, me, I always had these tinges of. Uh, being a libertarian and the free market ideals, all this stuff, you know, love that stuff. Even when I was younger um, and, you know, I was surprised it took me so long to find cryptocurrencies because I was already, you know, doing the stuff of uh, going to my high school computer lab, removing the teacher spyware. And it was only a matter of steps, right? You know, I, I was running like free net servers back when I was uh, in middle school, high school. So it definitely was there, and I'm surprised it took me so long to find it. Um, but something that you go down this rabbit hole of being exposed to cryptocurrencies, you you know go through Bitcoin first, and then you start to see some problems with how the system in Bitcoin is, right? And there's a lot of Bitcoin maximalists who I feel have forgotten why we got into cryptocurrencies or why it was exciting. It was never about, you know, everybody's going to get rich if you buy whatever the latest ERC-20 is. And no offense to ERC-20 tokens, but, you know, the most important aspect of this is that it's currency that people can use. And I think for the first time in history, we have open source money, which is I think people forget how important and, and game changing this paradigm is. I think Monero with its privacy features and everything is is a lot more what we originally thought Bitcoin was when you first heard about it, you know, anonymous internet money that's cheap to transfer from point A to point B. Um, and I thought the ethos of the Monero community were painted so much as, oh, it's this underground money. I'm like, why fight it? Maybe if we embrace it from a marketing standpoint, you have Bitcoin maximalists, cool, be maximalistic about things. We can be Monero extremists. Uh, so I had the idea for the song and one thing led to the other. The video was great. Um, I saw you guys wearing the shirt, I think, a couple <laughs> of streams back. And that, yeah, yeah. We should, we should, uh, can we play the song right now? You have it? Yeah, uh, you guys yeah. need a link? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, um, hold on. Have your YouTube channel here. Yeah, you definitely can. can yeah, that's happening. Yeah, I'm getting a weird sound. I don't even know what it is. It's gotta be. Bro. It's like the wiring or something. Yeah. Is it's it a. Uh, no. no, no, it's our end. We've been having issues since the beginning. Hopefully, that doesn't. Yeah, I was having the audio. Are people here like a little? Night. Are you are you hearing any like fuzzy noise? Or maybe you? it's just our headphones. Maybe it's just our headphones. Our actually, it, it got better earlier. You guys were having all sorts of like it kept compressing out. Really? Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, you want to just I guess send me the link of that specific video. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I mean, I have a bunch of videos of yours. I don't. Well, which one? Agree with everything you're saying, by the way, man. Definitely agree with everything you're saying. Uh, yeah, we need and we need more people to to take that approach. You know, it's okay to be an Amer a Monero extremist. We, you know, it's it's okay to be out there talking about it for all its positive features. You know, this is it's free speech money. You should be proud of it. You know, people yeah, try that's to the, it as, that's... as this dark, dark, dark market money, ransomware money used for nefarious purposes sure it's used for those things but it's free speech money that's so, like be out and, there be proud talking about it talking it up and i i think it's interesting too because i, I think it's very easy in today's um social climate for people to be like well okay uh, so to give some when i first got into cryptocurrencies and i'd go to a lot of i've i've got a cybersecurity background so i go to hacker meetups and things like that um, and a lot of the privacy folks, you know, I was the guy we'd go and I'd talk about the theoretics, right, of a future where people were going to be censored on Facebook and um, other social medias for their political opinions. And back then it was considered so fringe tinfoil hat-ish to say that, <laughs> that, you know, people are just to the average individual, man, you're crazy. No, that's never going to happen. But I think a lot of us in the privacy space really thought that that was a possibility. And not only that, we looked for tools so that we could build up communities so when the time came, technology is a great equalizer, but it can also be a powerful dynamic for those who want to oppress, right? And historically, the advent of new technology, and when you guys had John McAfee on, it, it, he explained it greatest. Uh, new technology is usually embraced initially by criminals, mm -hmm. right? Um, they have the most at stake to lose, so they're always looking for an edge. Um, so I think when people think of, oh, Monero is dirty money, whatever, it's actually the cleanest money. And two, it's reminiscent of early Bitcoin days. And this is exactly how people referred to Bitcoin. There was a time when, you know, I would when we first heard Bitcoin right, and you want to explain it to everybody, you love telling people about it. I used to go. I'd be at bars. Exp oh, download a wallet. I'll send you a dollar. Right. <laughs> and uh, it, it, yeah, it was. But I've had people that were like, whoa, 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 don't send it. Send it back. I'm like, you got to send it. It's in your wallet now. Or uh, wait, isn't this illegal? Um, <laughs> and it's crazy how the paradigm on that shift to now seeing commercials, you know, on TV. I've seen billboards. Uh, it's just interesting. And that, that paradigm definitely shifted. Uh, it's just interesting. I see a lot of parallels between Bitcoin in the early days and what Monero is now. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's getting people to you know understand what the technology is what it means um and just changing people's minds and when enough people know that monero exists and understand that it's free speech money and understand that basically 
what we're doing here is we created uh, an unstoppable technology that lets people transact peer to peer and then let them decide whether they think that's a good thing for humanity or a bad thing. And I think most people will come to the conclusion that, yeah, free flow of communication should be allowed. You know, if you're uh, any individual should be able to control their own money and communicate it however they wish without being stopped or censored by any state or corporation. Seems pretty basic. Um, and I think, you know, people will point out the bad, like we said, but when people stop and think about it and think about whether or not humans deserve that, that ability, uh, I think most people would side on the side of, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, take it a step further, you know, should, should governments or corporations have the ability to, to read our minds? I think if you approached anybody and said, hey, would you be down with a, a technology? Maybe it's going to give you some great benefits. You know, you'll instantly you wake up in the morning and your your Amazon order was already placed because it knew what you were thinking. Uh, you know, your, your whatever your, your fridge is already filled with what you want to buy because it knew what you're thinking. Sounds super convenient. But downside is uh, these corps are going to know everything that you're thinking all the time. And I think everybody, would be like, hell no, we don't want that. I want, you know, f- I want the ability to keep my thoughts to myself and communicate them as I wish to who I want to communicate them to. Uh, it allows us to maintain our basic individuality. Nobody would want that. Um, and communicating values, the same exact thing. So I think once people start to realize that and realize that this invention exists already and the only thing we need to do is adopt it, they're going to do it. The time's coming. I think that, you know, we're expediting quickly into totalitarian systems. And, you know, I, everybody who was privacy-centric uh, always talked about this. And the theoreticals are quickly becoming real, tangible things. Um, and I think it's expediting, you know. I used to have to fight to get people to install Signal to, to message me and things like that, right? And, you know, you see where average people are using all these third-party platforms, encrypting uh, messaging apps and, and things like that. So there's definitely a social shift. The technology's there. And I think we're about to experience in the next two to three years a lot more adoption, not out of people wanting to for theoretical reasons, but because they have no choice to want to retain their freedom. Exactly, man. And, you know... What you're doing is tremendous because we could sit here, Sunita, I could sit here and talk all day about it. Uh, but you made something entertaining that could easily be <laughs> sent around the internet, a meme of sorts, yeah, form of a video. And that spreads, man. That spreads. That spreads. Yeah, like I, I purposely put all the stuff in there because it was, uh, it, it's a hard line to walk something where it needs to be cringe enough to be memeable right but you still need to be able to explain complex things or be able to pass an idea and you know something like you know icons are very easy to be marketable and you can create a depiction with that and that's yeah what i was hoping to do with it it'd be nice to start to see mainstream artists (laughs) maybe you become the mainstream artist but like um you know rappers and stuff talking They're about like it talking about but like other you know coins. it'd be funny to make like fun of like making fun of people who are btc maxis and be like yo you're using btc <laughs> meanwhile you're being traced you should be it'd be funny once once that starts to happen because you know it will right you know the only artist i've ever heard was money uh money man uh, kind money. of you know mention um 
just crypto in general usage where it wasn't it didn't feel like a marketing tactic of mm -hmm. you know random artist oh, i've got my nft i've got my nft yeah right, right. um but yeah but I want I want to see one rapping about Monero and making fun of those that are, are using traceable currencies. That will that would that would be really awesome. Right? Well, we right. had that rapper remember a long time ago. I forget his name. Oh, he was, he was on awesome. the show. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what the hell is his name? I forgot yeah. his name, but I gotta look to the he, videos. He did a nice Monero. <laughs> yeah, it was a good. Song. Yeah, it was, it was a good song. But well, anyway, let's, let's play let's, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video. Yeah, for sure. good man you, you say yeah, so much you say so much there yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's most people i mean not most but a lot of people won't get the references unless they've you know been in crypto for quite there some time. was one on the mining one that it, it was what was the line um not uh not talking about x's when i say i have a lot of random x's yeah. Or not talking about sex when I say I got a lot of random exes. <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of yeah. little... Oh, whoops. Okay. What, what well, we're hearing this. People aren't hearing this. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of references that I think... Uh, hey, wait, what did people say about the random exes? Oh, there was, a, there was a line where it was I was like, man, I hope people get that. Yeah. Uh, it was... Yeah, yeah I, I'm not talking about sex when I say I have a lot of random exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's just little tidbits like this here or there. And, uh... I certainly got it. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like cheesing the entire video. I've been watching yeah. all your videos like over and over again, just laughing. Like over and over and, and over when again. I'm selling the coffee, I got to uh, figure out how to get them 
playing on my speaker usually. So you like a playlist of all the yeah error related songs. Yeah, no, I I I I like this stuff and uh, definitely I feel like there's there's the Monero community is probably the closest to what I would call the original cryptocurrency community and you know the cypherpunk ideals the libertarian ideals the privacy centric ideals so i I really like that this community embraces that sort of thing yeah man you definitely understood it from from what you're saying in the song too well um, so are you are you anonymous or do you uh do people uh are you What's what's your situation? Obviously, we don't see you. Today. We know you as Crypto Bear. Well, for obvious reasons, I think uh, in, in this space, everybody has different identities, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And, no, nothing you know, wrong with that. I just, yeah, and 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 for for obvious reasons, because you don't need your your non outside this identity people recognizing. And I I think it's very clear from uh, this is an identity I've used for a long time, right? And um, this one's kind of definitely not as what I would say, high uh, security, right? Um, but from from the old days when I used to walk around, talk to literally everyone I knew, right, about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, right? Uh, cryptocurrencies, this this is, a, you know, and, and people laughed it off, right? And then like five, six years later, people message you. And it, I, I was like, okay, I can't be doing this. Uh, I feel like, you know, people's assumptions because you were into the technology you know, six, seven years ago is, is, oh man, you, uh, and it's just like, wait, who's this person? Why, mm-hmm. why are they asking? Oh man, you must've bought a bunch, right? right, right. Um, that, no, it's just that, uh, yeah, no, for it, security reasons. I, I mean, yeah. me, I, I wish sometimes <laughs> like, I wish fuck. I didn't go this road, but you know, I, I fully embraced it. Some people need to, you know, we need, we need some people to be out on the front lines. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's that. And then I feel like there's such a, what I would call like a, a, a normie understanding of cryptocurrencies in general that, you know, that most people, if you were to walk around and at least have heard of it, some are like, I own it. Oh, cool. What? Yeah. It's on my Robin hood. Wait, hold on. Right. Um, so yeah, there's definitely the, the sphere is a lot different than what it used to be, but yeah, I, I would call it a pseudo anonymous identity. I've definitely, uh, been in groups where, you know, in real life, uh, years ago, I, I, refer to it by my crypto bear handle mm-hmm. uh, things like that I've, I've used it for quite a bit of security related stuff and also for other cryptocurrency projects and things when when yeah. you remember when meetups used to be a thing yeah 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 i was that and then you know uh, conferences and things like that um yeah but definitely being able to change identities is is important and you know, I don't think I could openly speak about the things I want to speak um, when could you imagine walking into a, a meeting and somebody's like, hey, man, hey, crypto is bear. this you? <laughs> Do you? Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, you know, during my off time. Would you ever perform in, in person? Yeah, I got a ski mask. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we gotta have you come he down has to ideas. Monerotopia. Yeah, he has ideas. Yeah, I have all I have all sorts of ideas. Yeah. Might be a little hot with the with the bear suit on, but uh, <laughs> you, like you, you have no idea. So when I was shooting those last videos, right, um, I was supposed to have a bunch more songs on that last album, but I had COVID, right? And oh, yeah. yeah, so at once it, it knocked me out for a couple of weeks, and once I was feeling better, but it took me like another two weeks after that to just 
sound okay, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, I swear, I, I, I was like, okay, so I can't record any. So I was like, I'll just knock out some video footage. I was sweating. <laughs> I, I, it was terrible. I was like, man, I'm in a sweater with some random mask. and <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's, it's probably good for getting that COVID out of the system. That you I, I, it out. I was like, man, I can't wait for cooler weather because this is <laughs> terrible. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. That's yeah no, but I've been using that handle for for a while. I used to use it a little bit more for I, I did quite a bit of stuff in Ethereum, and that's kind of where I probably did a little bit more dev. Uh, there's yeah. different identities for different stuff, you know. I don't know if you guys remember like Namecoin and things like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which crazy story, but back when Namecoin was Ethereum had just like launched, right? And I was like, okay, do I throw a thousand dollars at Namecoin at a dollar a piece or a thousand dollars at Ethereum? I know, I know, I know. I chose name or I chose Namecoin. Yeah, I, I know, was I excited. Know. Decentralized DNS. The nerd yeah. in me is like, okay, yeah, this right. is real use case. And... Yeah, and, and plus, it took me a couple of years to really understand Ethereum. Uh, like, I just couldn't wrap my head around how it was sort of turned complete asterisk yeah. at the end, right? I was I was a BTC maxi at that point and you know didn't have a ton of bitcoins but i and i think at the time they were like 300 bucks a piece and i sat there on my computer and i was like do i send this one bitcoin to get 2000 ethereum for the for the pre-sale i was like nah <laughs> like i'm not letting go of that so i i, I knew somebody <laughs> that had like uh man i and you this is how you know you were early on right where people you used to know disappear Right. And I, I don't mean it like nefariously. I just yeah. mean people who used to hang around, they did a lot of crypto stuff and then they right. go MIA. Right. Right. Um, you know, there was funny some coworkers back in the day uh, out of everybody. Only a couple listened to me. One, you know, when I was like, oh, this stuff is, you know, and one of them just she like quit one day. Right. I was like, I'm out. They're like, oh, where are you going to go work? No, I just quit. I'm not going to work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> It was, yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, it's interesting. The the price, and you know, maybe we can talk about that a little bit more, Was is that price tends to go up and it's a self-serving cycle uh, during, you know, those mania phases and it attracts new people, then they get burnt out. Some of mm-hmm. them look into it further and you see cycles, you know, we're, if we've been in this space for a while, I think people get used to that volatility and stuff and you kind of get numb to it a bit. Um, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, but uh, you, need to, you need to go through, you know, a, a cycle and and uh, yeah, it, it doesn't become as shocking. The volatility, you get over it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it it's ruined the stock market for me. Right. You see all these YOLO plays on like uh, what is it you, on like Wall Street bets and things. And I'm like, YOLO, like this, this just doesn't seem as fun. Right. And <laughs> like, you know, the stock market does a minus 10 in a day and all of a sudden they put the circuit breakers in and things like that and after getting to enjoy a true free market as much as you know people talk about there's issues with centralized exchanges being able to approve funds is there paper trading of of certain cryptocurrencies i still think overall it's way more of a free market and and it's reminiscent of these wild west stories you hear about of um what the stock market was you know a hundred years ago so definitely definitely yeah and it's uh and it's something when you when you invest at least for monero it comes it's more than just an investment right you're investing in an idea 
hopefully you're investing in an idea that you believe in that's going to lead to more than just number go up. And for me, that's that's what gives me the comfort, right? That's why I'm, I'm okay with Monero, whatever price it is, because I'm, I'm just here trying to make it get it to adopt i want to i want to live in a monero world right so yeah uh, so, for me when i watch when i watch the price go up and down it doesn't i you know check my wallet and this this the amount of monero i have in it hasn't changed and that's all that matters right i, so, I think monero has some challenges that other coins won't <clears throat> but i think it's 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 stuff that we could be worked on and uh, for example liquidity it tends to be an issue because when you look at literally every put Dogecoin for example, right? And mm -hmm. you can buy it from Robinhood, Coinbase, all these what I would call normie friendly exchanges. I love Kraken, right? The, I think the the CEO is probably one of the best um, when it comes to to leading a company in terms of he understands he's he's one of us, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's you know for the average individual, it's very well, hard yeah, for sure. them. To, to wire money, uh, they just started accepting, you know, being able to use uh, credit cards or whatever to, to, to buy from there. But the liquidity issue, it, it tends to be a problem because it prevents a large influx of people who would maybe want to buy in. Or a lot of people talk about where, where how do I get it on uh, Uniswap? Yeah, people are talking it, right? about it in the chat right now. Yeah, it's just, it's just not, especially if you live in New York too. Um, oh, man. You know, it's, it's not you, that, <laughs> it's, you know, well, luckily I, you know, whatever. We don't need to talk about the pizza, pizza, though, right? Just don't do tell the people pizza. in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you're a Yorker. Chicago guy. Wait, uh oh, uh -uh. Just <laughs> every 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 New Yorker I've ever met, um, it gets insulted if I mention anything about the pizza, right? Okay. <laughs> well, it's two different types. It's like right? a weird the hill to die on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like they all come together, they could be fighting in a room, and at the moment you mention like New York style pizza sucks, it's like everybody who's from New York been to New I'm York. Proud of our pizza. Yeah, it's like somebody. Hey, what you say about pizza? Like, but yeah, it's um, as far as the liquidity things is. I, I think there's some stuff in the works. Of course, atomic swaps uh, with Bitcoin. Yes. And, you know, that's still being built out. The one that I think personally think is is a lot more important and, and I started doing a little bit of work into it is atomic swaps between Ethereum and Monero. And the reasoning for this is Ethereum really stable is coins. the platform for decentralized finance, right? You have right, you get access to some stable coins there, right? Yeah. So the idea is that you should be able to basically have a Uniswap for style cross chain um, decks, right? So. It, you you know imagine Uniswap, but you send Ether, Ether in there and you get Monero at the other address, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's from a technical standpoint. Uh, keep in mind, I'm not a cryptographer, so some of the stuff with um, you know atomic swaps, they use all this new cryptography, and it really gets down in there. And then most of the libraries are in Rust, uh, so those are a couple of challenges. But yeah, I think it offers the most liquidity. There's so much liquidity on Ethereum. Um, the transactions, as bad as they get with the uh, scalability of you know gas fees and stuff, is it's being worked on. In my opinion, um, it's a good problem, right? They have so many people using Ethereum that the gas fees are, are crazy high, uh, and people are still paying them. Um, right, you know, showing that there's demand. Yeah, so I really think that uh, you know once that gets working, I, I think it's going to offer a lot more liquidity, and we need to put this liquidity provisioning for money to get into 
Monero um, because you know it's it's who cares if a random uh, centralized exchange delists Monero. You know, as long as people are able to get money in out, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't exactly. affect the price. And it's getting people to use it the right way, the way crypto was meant to be used. So exactly. Ideally, you ideally in the future you won't be able to get Monero on a centralized exchange, and the only way you'll be able to get it is is through these atomic swaps. But in a way that it becomes so user friendly that it's just as easy as getting it on a on a centralized exchange. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll get there, man. I think we're. Atomic swaps work. They're they're up and running, you know. And like you said, that you know, Bitcoin's not going away, so we're always going to have that bridge to the fiat world. Now we just need to make that that bridge wider, so it can get to the point where people can very easily opt in from Bitcoin into Monero, and like you said, with Ethereum. Like I would be more excited uh, for the day when I could atomic swap essentially into a stable coin. Yeah. Know? Well, so that's the idea with Ethereum and the way the ecosystem works. Uh, and, and right now, it's maybe not as feasible due to how expensive this would be as a transaction. But for larger transactions, it really wouldn't matter. Um, but you can use cross-chain or sorry, cross-pool uh, liquidity provisioning, right? So with Ethereum, you might want to trade uh, into a stable coin, but there's not enough money in there. You can automatically transfer those or sorry. Uh, exchange those in the back end, right? Like, so the smart contract goes to a liquidity pool, trades, uh, you know, Ether for stablecoin, and then the stablecoin for Monero. So you don't have to do that yourself. It does it for you. And it makes it really easy for liquidity to kind of provide where it's needed most. There's also a lot of big money that's interesting. And so th this is the part, you know, everybody talks about, oh, it's underground, underground. There's a lot of big money, big players in the space who are looking into how they can provision this, right? With Ave, there's a lot of, uh, of big investment firms that are looking into seeing how they could, you know, they're looking at yields. And, you know, it's laughable when when uh, traditional finance looks at some yield that's actually below the true inflationary numbers. Right. So it's like a negative yield as far as anyone's concerned. And, you know, oh, 10 percent is amazing. And then they go to DeFi and they have some ridiculous yields. Right. So there's definitely a lot of big players that are looking to put this money in. Um, and, you know, I think it's overall good for the ecosystem. I know that there's a lot of Monero people that frown upon how Ethereum, you know, they laugh at uh, all these ERC-20s and all this, but it's important for the space. It's important for the liquidity. And I'm of the personal opinion that Ethereum probably has some of the most um, normie-friendly UIs. You know, you use a web browser. Um, I'm not saying it's the best security, but I'm just saying for the average individual, you know, they picked up on that pretty quickly. There's ways to interact with, with contracts and things like that. So they're using, you know, Uniswap, SushiSwap. Um, so it's clearly there. Uh, we're just trying to bridge that. And I think that should have a lot more price action after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you could also look at it as an opportunity right now, too. So the fact that Monero has been pushed to the fringes, uh, it's not super easy to get. You can't just go on Coinbase. Kraken is great, guys, if you want to use that. Obviously, Cake Wallet, who sponsors this show, is a great way to essentially anonymously obtain Monero. If you have another coin, you can swap it through. Cake Wallet has an exchange built in. And as long as you're not doing too much of it, you could do it KYC AML free. Um, but yeah, opportunity to grab the Monero now when it's not super easy to get because once it is uh then you can imagine price is going to go up a lot more so i i see it as an opportunity as well it's kind of suppressing 
the price. But for those that really believe in it uh, and see the future, they can do a little do a little work. Maybe it's a little harder to get than some of the other cryptos, but I see that as an opportunity where you can grab Monero now when it's still early. I think these are tangible problems too. So, you know, it's hard to say, oh, why doesn't price go up? But when you tangibly break a problem down into, you know, the subsystems, you can easily say, okay, well, there's not an easy way to on-ramp. So you can start building those easy on-ramps. Oh, why, you know, there's so much liquidity in, in DeFi. Okay, let's bridge that. Let's figure out how we can do cross-chain with that. Um, so I think, yeah, that's and, – and honestly, uh, once you start using Monero, uh, the whole concept of if I send money to someone and, you know, I, I still – through different identities and stuff, you know, where I onboard someone and I'm like, hey, and I've had where they look at the transaction history and like, wow, you know, but before that, because, you know, I'm paranoid. It's, it's oh, because, you know, I swap from Monero to some Bitcoin, right, and send them like $20. And they're, oh, wow, you have $500 on that, on your original address, right? Um, and these are people who are not the most technical, but they understand the concepts, they're able to figure this out. Um, and once you can clearly tell where the transaction history and all this is, um, being able to spend money as money supposed to be spent with Monero, uh, just UX, UI wise makes a lot of sense. And I saw somebody in the chat mentioned that Bitcoin as a reserve currency, it's, it's kind of turned that way. Uh, some of my concerns, because I, I used to love all that, and there's definitely a cultural shift in, in Bitcoin during the scaling wars, right? And for people who weren't around back then, um, there was always this assumption that when Bitcoin blocks became full, that we were just going to increase the block size. And when you go back into original Bitcoin talk postings by Satoshi, he put that limit in place to prevent spam attacks of an early young network, right? There just wasn't enough nodes and somebody could spam the network for like no money, fill up like gigabyte big blocks and crash the network. So it was a temporary fix in case somebody attacked it, right? Right, right, right. When we got to the point of it, uh, we kind of just ignored all of a sudden, you know, people were voting on it. And, and all of a sudden, the, the least voted for by miners was the no increase. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it felt very weird when we started. There was a lot of censorship that started popping up. People, you know, I, I think I got shadow banned on Reddit from the Bitcoin Mm -hmm. uh, subreddit a couple of times because well, they, they, they wanted that layer two right so i mean the yeah but, but behind the layer two but the layer two problems are that uh bitcoin block rewards are there to incentivize miners through inflation and money creation right which costs everybody their money because you know you're getting inflated away but it's there to incentivize uh mining and until we have like no more block reward we should have just increased it um, and, and eventually there will be, you know, transaction fees and, 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 and a fee market. But I think it was very premature. And something I noticed was my use of Bitcoin after that changed drastically because it used to be something that was so cheap, just like how sending Monero from one person is you don't even think about the transaction fee. Mm -hmm. It used to be like that. I used to, oh, pull your phone out, send them a dollar and oh, instantly yeah, and use. they got it. Now it's, oh, hold on. Give me uh, one second. I, let me adjust my fee. Let me. Um, <laughs> and I think it was done prematurely. And a concern for me is that we always talk about layer twos. There's privacy and all this, but there's also aspects of liquidity can be provisioned and it turns into a game of who can kind of corner the market so that then they can provide it. And that's a form of, in my opinion, control. Um, so I, I really was dissatisfied with the approach of embracing censorship and something that was supposed to fight censorship. 
if that yeah, makes no, sense. Yeah, no, that was a definitely a turnoff for me as yeah, well. Yeah, because, you know, uh, I was the, I, I think I, that's, for me, that's when it went from very pro big. And, you know, it's kind of depressing to think about, you know, oh, this is supposed to change the world. And then you start seeing investments by big banks into key players. They're well, then that's opinions. when it became digital gold too, right? Because now the yes. idea was, well, you're not supposed to, do you move your gold around? No, it just sits in a safe. So same thing with Bitcoin. <laughs> you're not even supposed to move it. It just sits and, there. And, you know, the, the craziest yeah. part is seeing people who maybe were newer in the space, uh, you know, getting called a shit coiner for, for advocating like bigger blocks in, in Bitcoin, right? Right. Um, in these type of things where I, I really think it hurt uh, adoption. We really were at the precedence of being able to have pure, even, uh, Stripe used to allow those payments. They were everybody was starting to accept it, right? And a lot of those programs uh, cut their support for Bitcoin payments because it became unusable as a as a peer to peer payment. Um, and there's definitely a shift from between 2015 to 2017. I could no longer just send a dollar to a person, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I really hated those narratives of digital gold, not because I, I see the merit in it, right? It's great for a reserve currency, but I also see how it could be co-opted by powerful entities and they could do it in a way where it benefits them more than the people. So when you have peer-to-peer -peer cash uh, that people can utilize payment systems, it really becomes a circular economy that's out of con out of the direct control of the system, right? Right. That's but, why they're more, they're more threatened by Monero. Exactly. But if you're able to kind of turn into digital gold and you start hoarding this, you know, you can then as an institution hoard a ton of it, create layer twos. You basically provision putting that uh, locked away for a layer two collateral. And all of a sudden you just have nothing else but a new banking system. So those were my concerns with that. Um, not to bash it. I love that people are working on lightning. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff works a lot better now that you know i blinked and i'm like what did i miss there's so much stuff and it's usable now and everything it's just i i shifted my attention towards things that the community one embraced the ethos of why we got into cryptocurrencies in the first place uh so that's kind of my concerns with with a lot of those layer two solutions we you know it was always assumed we were going to increase block size i mean the only it was the the least like choice when people were voting for it through mining you know was no increase. I mean, we were talking about, is it eight megabytes that we need to increase to? Is it six? Is it two? Is it? And all of a sudden, everybody got censored, banned. It, it, it was just, it left a bad taste in my yeah, mouth. And yeah, it was block, around the Blockstream, the power of Blockstream. Yeah, and you know, it's, that's that's as far as I can go without just jumping the, you know, shark and, and going full <laughs> fringe tinfoil with it. <laughs> well, what, what, whether it was tinfoil hat or just, it just worked out for market forces, because like we said, we had people that wanted to turn it into more digital gold than, than digital cash. And we're perfectly yeah. fine with being a tracked and trace as long as it now is going to be number go up, uh, it became difficult to send around. Uh, and they were fine with that. And then, uh, you know, companies that were building layer two certainly wanted to, uh, you know, be relied upon for building layer two, right? It's like, well, now you really need layer two, right? Yeah. Uh, and so those those companies are, are doing quite well because of that. Um, we, we have, have, yeah, we have, yeah, we have other people yeah. jumping on. But Crypto Bear, I, I, yeah, what do you think, man? Maybe we will have you down. We're, we're going to be throwing a, we haven't really officially announced it yet, but it looks like we're going to be doing a Monerotopia it's not really a conference. No, it's like a festival. More of a Monero, like a meet and greet. <laughs> Monero festival, like a long weekend in Puerto Rico. In Rincon. Oh, man. Yeah. That must be beautiful out there. Yeah. yeah in really March. Nice. So put it on your put it on your calendar. Yeah. Maybe uh you come down there and 
All right, I'm definitely yeah, going to put that on my calendar and yeah. see if I can make it. Yeah, the idea is what we want it to be is, uh, you know, people use Monero essentially the entire time. Monero to buy their plane tickets, Monero for their accommodations. We're going to try to make that easy for people to do. Uh, and then even we're going to try... We're going to try to get the few... A few of the, of the stores in the village where we're going to be hanging out, try to get them to all accept Monero for the weekend, uh, like the bars and the restaurants. So, oh, that'd be really amazing. That'd be cool. And that would yeah, really so... be the theme. So everybody just hanging out. So not so yeah, much, not so much of a talks, conference yet, but, but like meetup points, like on the Monero beach or like using the bar. Yeah I, yeah, I always like hanging around the people who are into Yeah, like a meet and greet. Yeah, because we realize when we go to like all these other conferences, yeah, obviously the talks are amazing. But then also we notice that you know it's always we're all hanging out we have like a we create like a group chat with people and then we're all just meeting and some of the and best conversations out. obviously yeah take place. How the cryptocurrency village at defcon really is just the monero village yeah it was uh that that's where we like we came up with this idea beforehand but like we just noticed that yeah like people just throw themselves in a chat and then we're always just meeting even if they don't go to like the talks we're right. just meeting up with them and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some beach parties a, yeah. and we'll, we'll have like a rough schedule, but really be more about people just hanging out. And just. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a Monero Topia. Yeah. Maybe you should exactly. just name it that. that that's what yeah, it that's is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's called. Monero <laughs> We're going to name it. Festival. I'm like, you guys have the name. Monero Topia Festival. It, it's called. It's, it's going to be Monero Topia. Yeah. yeah. So let's named see. After the show. So uh, let's see. But, anyways, uh, we have, yeah, Spacehead. Spacehead, what's going on, man? Hello, or Doctor Trey? Howdy, howdy, howdy! <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. good. Thanks for oh, joining us. Thanks for jumping up. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> just, I'm a long time lurker. I just thought I would pop in and say hi. Yeah, sure. Tell us uh, your Monero story. I guess quickly. if you want. If you want, oh, uh, I'll try to give some big details. Um, <laughs> What a surprise. I had a religious spiritual shift in the past 18 months, as I'm sure a lot of other people have. And um, I think I started seeing, you know, some of the importance that you guys see. Awesome. With everything that's going on in the world, with the encroaching totalitarianism. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And Monero, Monero is the island that we could opt into. Uh, hopefully, it seems that way. Awesome, man. Well, I'm, gl I'm glad you're you you found us and you're along for the ride. I think I've seen you. You're on Twitter quite a bit, right? I I do frequent Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a good job there. You're doing a good job. Sweet, thank you. Awesome. And uh, Doctor Trace, you want to say hello or no? Or just hang Trace. out. Dr. Trace is just hanging out. Oh, hey, guys. No, <laughs> I'm just listening. Okay, okay cool. no worries. How are you? Awesome. Good. Yeah. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Hey, I, uh, I'm a big fan of Crypto Bear's work as well. Isn't he the one who is uh, producing all the songs? Yeah, yep. we just played. We just played, <laughs> just played. Yeah, played one of his songs in the beginning. Highly right. Oh, Crypto Bear, haven't I have an idea for you? So if you if you see on the the banner on the bottom where we're saying you could tip us by just typing Monero Talk Crypto and Cake Wallet, you should uh you should get one of those those um domains, unstoppable domains for crypto tipping, you know, and then maybe you want to even add it to your song when you're rapping or something. It's a because it's an easy way, it's an easy way to, to send, get, yeah. tell people to send yeah. an arrow, right? As opposed to just showing an address. So you could even 
uh, just throw the throw the the language out there. Yeah, I, I needed to that add that one because I, I know I've done stuff with like ENS and, and next thing I, I I've had the the page up two three times and I was like ah crap I forgot you know um, but yeah for sure yeah because Cake in integrated it now so it's super easy I mean people can just open up their Cake wallet and they could type in Crypto Bear you know if you if you bought that uh, you know it's it's so Apple nice. The Cake Wallet is adding all those features because uh, so so back back in the day before there was uh, any uh, mobile wallets, it was so hard at meetups or any you know. <laughs> imagine lugging your your laptop around, and that definitely was a lot more like how are people going to use this if they can't even spend it, right? Oh yeah, no. When when Vic came out with Cake Wallet, that was a break breakthrough for me. I, I was waiting for that. I'm not. I'm not super tech savvy. You sound a lot more tech savvy than I am, you know. So I was waiting for the day where I could just hold some Monero on my iPhone, you know, making it made it, made it a lot more usable for for people like me. I, I I feel so out of touch with a lot of the consumer tech, and it's kind of like I'm very technical, but I'm like, man, I've my, my machines are like Linux machines, all this stuff. So I'm like, wait, what? It, it's, you know, apart from attacking Windows, I don't really use Windows, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. You're the, you're the real deal. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dr. Trace, what, what do you think of the Monero-topia idea? The meetup in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I joined in late. I, oh, I'm, all right. We'll, we'll yeah, I, I'm sure you must have just said, no, it's, it's, it sounds great to me. By the way, I was in Vegas when you, um, I just couldn't meet you guys. I was there one night before you guys met. Uh, like, uh, I, I, I really missed out on that, and I'll okay. make it up maybe next time. Because I do want to, um, you know, support you guys for what you're doing, especially Doug. Um, to that point, I also wanted to donate, not just to you, Doug, I mean, It'll be great if uh, somebody comes up with like a central place with all the donation addresses, like Crypto Bears, mm -hmm. yours, the developers already have it just on the main site, but somebody from the community, I'm time challenged, that's why I'm willing to donate. I was open to actually the amount to donate as well, but I don't know, I, I, I don't know, 5XMR maybe enough? Somebody needs to come up with, like a oh, yeah. far go a long way for for a lot of people that would be amazing yeah so absolutely i mean i i was open i i'm not saying this if, if they want more or less it doesn't matter to me somebody needed to come up with a, a central place which has all the important projects going on and the donation addresses and it, yeah. it'll just make it more yeah much more effective okay yeah we should uh work on that you should definitely ch i'm sure you're yeah, and i'm not saying that just to you anybody can you know come in with that ideas yeah. probably it's 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 like a starter small project for somebody who is willing to get into monero are you thinking um, of it being user submitted or is it just a, a directory that somebody creates somebody credible of, of course yeah uh, like maybe um yeah maybe a, a git uh, you know, that, that will be a good place. You know, what would be interesting. We could pull directly from Twitter. So if people have it on their bios, it automatically verifies them as having that address. And maybe yeah. it could, you know, push some people to put their XMR addresses on their profile. If, it, you know, if that's the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 
you know, Python scripts to dig that or, you know, Reddit, a combination of all of these, but it, at least a few projects that are very important, right? Like what Doug is doing, um, even Cake Wallet guys, um, you know, they, they are the ones who are donating all the time. Yeah. Uh, but even they, they need some, you know, just it doesn't matter how much. Those guys are doing a great job, too. So something like a donation address for all the important projects going on. Anybody willing to contribute can go to this place, look up the address, Cake Wallet or Monerujo, whatever they prefer. The guys yeah. over at uh, 4chan, somebody has a, uh, I have to look the address, but they had set up a site where it just listed everybody who had uh, an XMR address somewhere in there, right? And it was yeah, just but isn't that kind of random? It, it's like, like, yeah, it's kind of random and it isn't right. like a curated one and it tends to just be like that small community. So I'm definitely getting the, the it's, it's definitely a good idea to kind of have like a central place with, with everybody in the community so we can cross across right. different niches yeah, did, in there. Did you guys see what Monerujo uh, started using? I don't know if they're the ones that created the tech, but they made a, a super simple way to to don't track different donations kind of more in a Kickstarter style. Uh, and so they created separate funding. You know, this is excellent funding. idea. Yeah. Did you Go, ahead, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead. First. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to bring it up, it's pretty cool. So, you know, right now they have the sidekick that they're trying to fund and a couple of yes. other projects and they have it all listed on a page where you can see the amount of funding for each kind of like the Monero CCS, uh, but done in a more, a little more Kickstarter style. Maybe this is an idea for both those guys, for Wick as well as, uh, and I, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Manuel Rujo, developer. They can integrate the donation addresses uh, into their wallet. Uh, you know, I don't know if it is an extreme step, but if somebody wants to contribute right away from their wallets, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just a, a, an oh, overall yeah. Kickstarter method, just an easy way for people to easily run a quick donation, you know? Right. The CCS, I did it. It was a little, you know, it, yeah. it was a little laborious. It wasn't, it wasn't super. That was amazing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, um, hey, can we hear more about uh, your Puerto Rico festival? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. So well, we want to do it in March. Uh, what's the date we're thinking? Like March? Uh, it's the second. I don't have my phone, but it's the second uh, weekend in. Hold on. Let me pull up. Yeah, we want to do it, there. I think. March second weekend, 9th, 11th. Yeah, so like the March 11th, which yeah. is a Thursday and do a long weekend. It's going to be in Puerto Rico in the R Rincon yeah, area. Yeah, 11th to the 13th. Yeah. And it sounds epic. Yeah, yeah it should we're, be good. we're trying to <laughs> should be good. And it's really more about just getting people to come out, hang out. We want and we're going to pro provide uh, ways for them to buy their their plane tickets with Monero, you know, using existing services, but promote that and then ways for them to uh, get their accommodations with Monero. So maybe we'll, you know, talk to a hotel down there so we could all go to the same place, all use Monero to book the hotel or whatever it may be. And hey, then, that's oh good. Sorry. Yeah, and then like I said, get uh, some bars and restaurants in the town on board for the, at least that long weekend. 
the idea being everybody's using Monero all day, every day for a long weekend. And then we would organize some meetups like, hey, we're all beach party today or we're all hanging out at this bar over here today. So kind of like a decentralized conference, not so much people hanging out, listening to talks, uh, but just hanging out and, and using Monero among Monero users. That's beautiful, you guys. Yeah. So please, you know, put it on your calendar. Yeah, I think uh, you bring up like a real good point too, that um, these past two years, this last bull run, a lot of people have figured out how to get, you know, crypto in the system on the down low, but getting it back out is another story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. Very I, true. I think that's always the holy grail of circular economies. And it's often not talked about for obvious reasons, but the more that people use it within the system that they've created, the least power the outside entities have. And I think really that's the most damaging thing to the status quo of, of current banking is if people just opt out completely because them printing money doesn't affect us, right? It makes our money worth more. Them putting all these draconian laws doesn't affect us. We ignore them, right? So I, 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 yeah, I agree. I, I think that's going to come in due time. And right now we're just building up the technology. So eventually the social change catches up with the technological change. What yeah. are you guys talking about? As in, like, trying to get Monero? I think, no, like, I think what I'm we're saying is, like, Monero? you, you, you could. You, there's a lot of ways to put money, get money into a Monero, a Monero or a Bitcoin even without having it attached to your name. But there's so limited ways to spend it. Like, you know, there's cool uh, things you could do with it. But like, what if you need hard cash right now? You know, that's where it gets challenging. It, it, imagine the the complete. Um, you know, you move to Monerotopia, right? And you can work for Monero, you spend it in Monero, so you could live your whole life without using anything but Monero, right? So that's the, the epitome of, of that. Uh, yeah, but that's going to be a big, no, that's, very, I, uh, is that realistic? I And I am a big, big Monero fan, but well, yeah, that's, that's what we're trying well, to do over we're here. We're I trying mean, to uh, that was do. Right, right, right. But, that, I, I know it's idealistic, right? Right. But now, the, basically, when you talk about idealism, the main point gets lost here, uh, which is, like, what would you do? in the intermediate term or the short term, right? Like what Space had mentioned, how would you like, how would you want your cash at a certain point? So yeah, both are necessary. Obviously that's a long-term goal where everything happens with Monero, but even with Bitcoin, that's not happening. And, you know, somebody is going to extreme lengths in case of El Salvador, for example, like making it mandatory. It's something like that I wish never happens. Even if you are a big, big uh, libertarian, Monero fan, it should always come up to an individual's choice yeah, when yeah. it comes to Monero, right? Or, or anything. That's what the essence is here. So it, it's a long road. If you talk idealism, you'll get lost. More practical, short-term goals, that's the challenge. That should be the goals and you know that that's more realistic and it will expand just being realistic doesn't mean that you don't reach your ideals yeah right? but i think i think ideals are good for being guiding principles that help you know motivate us towards the path that we're moving so even if we don't reach it we're still moving in that direction and mm -hmm. with el salvador just a, a an opposing view to that right which sucks that they're instating it as this is now currency you have to use it 
But the other side, from the global ramifications of you have a country that just told a big fuck you to banks, right? Like, I mean, we haven't had this in history uh, at this scale. And I think that we're, we're going to see a lot of, uh, of changes in the political scape if that works out. Um, because I think the sovereignty of the banking system being absent from this country, right, El Salvador, it, it, it's just, um, it's, I, I think it's going to really drastically change so much more that it really puts an interesting perspective of maybe it was harshly pushed, right? But is it better than having them use dollars? Is it better than them having to use whatever uh, currency they decide to? You know, it, it might be a painful thing right now, but the political impact that that had, I, I don't think most people are um, going to see for a while. And I, I think it's, it's you know, like, like I said, I, I'm a big Monero fan, and I felt like Bitcoin um, wasn't really where it was in use, right? And it's just the political impact of that is tremendous, right? You have a whole country that opted out uh, five years no, ago. No, not know. true. Not true. How so? I, I, I disagree that they're saying a big fuck you to the bank. They're just being another bank. So the current banks use a fuck you, and this guy is deciding to use another way of fuck you. But that's, that's, that's not the solution to it. No. Just like printing tethers is not a solution for you know, what the Fed is doing. It's just doing two wrongs. That's not going to make it right. Right now, now, there is a big... Go ahead. Go do ahead. you think enemy of my enemy is my friend? Of course it is. In this case, I still don't think they are our friend. I mean, this guy is going out of his way uh, with his ideals. He has his own ideals. You're just not putting um, yourself in his shoes, right, to understand what he's doing. Um, he's doing something that is completely against crypto's ethics in general, right? He's using this as a tool. Somebody else will use another tool 50 years from now that you haven't even thought of, right? It's just going from one nightmare to a different one. And the people are, you, you can see the reports that are coming out of El Salvador. Um, it's not blown up. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's been curtailed. Like there is no general... There are economists from the country who, who disagree with this dictator. And we can go on and on. I just don't want to distract ourselves there. But for me, this is basically choosing another poison and not really getting rid of a poison. And that's, you know, let, let Monero do the right way. It'll be slow but steady. But, yeah, if some country enforces that, I'm out of Monero that day. That's not how you do it. And I'm pretty sure the guys who will adopt uh, the countries or the politicians or whoever, it, we are no judge, they will do the right thing because they have that right mindset. Bitcoin, on the other hand, is another extreme, right? A, a problem now uh, to a different problem. Right now it's getting lost because of the momentum and how much corruption is floating around in this space so they're getting away with it i'm i'm not a big fan of regulations that are coming either right but this wouldn't have happened had had it not been for these greedy people um who have taken over like i when i joined i heard about the block size that that's an that's a completely different 
you know, um, thing that has been forgotten now. BCH, uh, although it's it, it's it's really another different conversation, and we can talk about that for hours. Uh, but Bitcoin has been now co-opted, right? It's taken over. It's going in all sorts of wrong directions, in my oh, opinion. Well, can I hear your guys' opinion? Uh, anybody that wants to chime in, especially Doug, you were in the political arena not too long ago. Um, the proposal to track every $600 transaction. Uh, I think that maybe has like a, a lot more potential to uh, squash innovation than people in the community might think. I think BitLicense had a lot of squashing of uh, innovation. I think the Bank Secrecy Act as utilizing cryptocurrency squashes innovation. I think regulation is just in place to squash, squash innovation. And when you look at people who are really advocating for this stuff, it's the people who have the most to lose if this new technology questions the status quo, right? Um, the advantages, I think, is that well, you're seeing, you know, technology is moving a lot faster. And I don't know if anybody's heard when, you know, people in Senate and Congress actually talk about technology, but it feels so out of touch. It's, it's actually, I'm going to start using it as, as, as like my pump up mix at the gym because I, I just, I get so mad, right? Um, that there's so much power and, and it just feels like a lot of, the, uh, of, of political theater in terms of curtailing anything that, that could be used one way or another. But it ends up being when you see this from the left and the right, it's you just use the right wording for the right reasons and you get to the same endpoint, which is preventing people from being able to to have that freedom. That six hundred dollar amount is so tremendously small. Right. Well, I think that's intentional. It's uh, it's targeting people, you know, uh, disenfranchised people that see like maybe crypto as an opportunity to like get financial freedom, because the way that like mid-sized non-public companies are going to operate they, they 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 report taxes on the honor system and it's always been like that and those kind of people are a lot less likely to you know be having ten thousand transactions per year like some of us especially you know those of us that have like experimented with DeFi in the past 12 months uh the 600 dollar number seems specifically to be targeting uh the poor <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely very concerning. Um, Accredited investors is another thing. Unfortunately, yeah, it seems like we're heading, you know, towards CBDGs, which is a whole other thing where we're going to have programmable money. Uh, and so, what you know, at that point, we would be potentially, if if that's adopted, uh, you know, there there could be ways in which we're almost perfectly taxed, right? So. Uh, if it becomes programmable money that everybody's using that's controlled by the government, uh, it's it's kind of the holy grail of, of any state. And that seems to be the direction we're moving. But, you know, Monero exists and Monero exists as, as the opt-out option. So even what we're seeing, any of the regulations that we're seeing come down uh, should just push people further and further into Monero as a place where, you know, th those regulations will have no effect. Um, but Doug, are you are you are you actually seeing somebody advocating, you know, even within the Bitcoin community, that hey, this is wrong. These are the kind of things that are coming in, and hence you should look at this other option. That's not what's happening. So we don't have. What you mean we don't have that conversation taking place in Congress? Is what you're saying? No, I'm saying within the crypto space. Right. Crypto space itself is so small. I think overall, when you 
consider worldwide population exposed to crypto. Right. I believe it's exponentially increased. Yeah, it has it has increased exponentially. No question about that. Within the last year or so, it has. Right. Before, prior to that, uh, it was a fringe community in a way. But within that fringe community, are you seeing people advocating, saying that, hey, uh, you know, this all these sorts of government interference? I and think I am. target on people. Yeah, no, there's definitely, especially in the Monero community. Yeah, um, but that is very small community. It's not the crypto community. That's what oh, I'm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. That's why we're always fighting. It's like you a know, fringe within the fringe nowadays. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. Right? I mean, I want to see. There is a lot of uh, social media influence going on, which is trying to actually turn people away as if this is something shady. I don't know if you guys saw the interview the other day uh, with Arctic Mine and um, Monero Matteo, right? Where actually um, Arctic Mine goes on to explain how. Monero is very compliant. It's the most compliant. But do you see within this crypto community, say, for example, take Reddit, take Twitter, all these social media circles, which are the real points of influence. Don't go by CNBC or anything in the print media, right? The real influence for crypto is social media, not the actual media. That's really not the place. But within that fringe space, do you see people saying, hey, you know what? It doesn't make sense anymore. Let's all go towards something that has more fungibility and privacy. No, you don't. You don't see it because they own their own bags. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So, the, I, I think the, the bag bag holding and and promoting projects for the profit. I, I think, and I've been around in the space, and I just I burnt out of of. It's I hate that side of the the space, right? Where. And it's crazy, right? You talk about with social media, somebody will get a lot of attention for promoting whatever random dog coin ERC20 is in flavor that week. Um, and it's just, it, it puts a lot of attention in that. But I will tell you that it brings people into the space as the silver lining to that. And then two, you can't directly just list all the issues with regulatory and, and powerful entities because now you just sound like a um, an extremist and, and that's a problem with optics when it comes into how to properly market something because I could go on and on about the Federal Reserve funding of wars how it, you know and to the average individual unless you're able to slowly break them into that and understanding the points the logic is there but they shut down because you just sound like you know the the crazy uncle who's talking about banks and you know yeah the crazy uncle the crazy uncle and and I think that's maybe why it's not as vocal and a lot of people in the community there's already an understanding of regulation bad now if you go on there and explain regulations bad blah 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 congressman said this this and that and it's it's now we're delving more into politics and to that's just a tension that's what so it gets picked up by whatever senator and it goes back and forth last time i heard them is one of the senators uh wanted to ask you know, Robin Hood, if, if a user buys a stock and then loses money when that stock goes down, are you guys refunding it? Why not? Right. I'm like, wait, what? You know, they're, they're so out of touch. It, it's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's all theater. Regulation is going to come that's eventually. Right? Yeah, that's an outlier. I mean, those those guys are obviously there in power. But within that community itself, which is the politicians, these guys are outliers. Right. No, we cannot just extrapolate 
somebody who is 70 and saying these things and saying that the entire Senate or entire government is made up of these morons. That's not true either. Well, well um, if I could cut in for one second, um, yeah. the government's attacking the on-ramps has been a talking point here for at least the past two years. Like, oh, you know, they don't have any way to stop it. So they're going to attack the on and off ramps. And then uh, I think we're watching in it. My opinion, in my opinion, <laughs> no government has ever come and said to Coinbase, hey, you can't list Monero. Nobody went to Gemini. They, they don't do said, it directly. No, no, it's but they're attacking the on-ramps. We're seeing it with the $600 transactions. They're going to be automatically reported to the IRS. They can't attack the on-ramps any harder than that. That's 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 not... I mean, 600 that's never going to happen. But practically speaking, today, as of today... I, I, think, I, think, I think it is, though. I think I, I think I still need to address this point. What is the community doing and asking back, saying there is no government which went to Coinbase and said, because we have an example, Kraken, it has everything. Gemini and Coinbase, these guys are two big exchanges. We they decided on their happened. own to list Zcash yeah, and all these other cash back holders. Is what yes, but, but I think there's exactly what I'm trying to say is government is not necessarily the enemy all the time. Why do we yeah, keep saying? Uh, my question is, with, with this idealism, we are getting lost within the crypto community ourselves, right? Within the crypto community. Yeah, but I don't, I, don't think, I, don't think we're, I don't think we're speaking idealism because a big light bulb moment I had about crypto a few years ago uh, was talking. I, I came from the corporate finance world and talking to my boss and uh, having conversations about how the IRS, you know, had put out memos to certain institutions talking about directly taxing people out of their bank accounts and that's when i have my big light bulb moment like oh shit these crazy conspiracy theorists on twitter are right <laughs> yeah yeah but but all, I, I, I think within the Monero, Trace, just just try to wrap it up because we're, we're gonna have i to have a point yeah sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, wrap up i want you to wrap up your point because you're making a good my point, point is uh we should be vigilant about what is going on within the social media circles and try to be aware of how we are being attacked. It's not necessarily the government attacking all the time, uh, the Monero community. So be watchful, be careful. And, uh, you know, hopefully on the positive note, I really want somebody to come up with that donation idea that I had. I would definitely love to um, donate to whoever puts in the time because that's going to help all these other projects. That's a really nice idea, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah it's also, the least i can do really on your point about coinbase i think they do have some pressure and it's not just government but there is investor pressure for you know uh, for example you say why did they list zcash well who bought a lot of zcash who also invested early on into coinbase yeah these are yeah. key plays when you look at like digital currency group and how they have right. their arm and a lot of these key players and how they move in the same direction. Of course. Uh, but I, I, I think from, from that advent is that, yeah, there's definitely players outside of government. But when you look at it is these players work very well with government. Why do we say government is the biggest opposer to a lot of this stuff is because if some random entity or company wants to impose random laws, rules on their exchange, it mm -hmm. doesn't really affect me if I don't use it. Government's the only one that we have given as a society the power to completely put people in cages if they break rules that they've considered to be illegal now. Um, so I think that's the key thing of when we look into authority, who's the number one authority as a society who we've 
said, and this is why we always tend to draw who's the big opposer of, of creating regulation and the enemy, it tends to be government. It's not a homo- uh, hom- uh, It's not a main entity, yeah. right? There's sure. a lot of key aspects, but when it moves as a whole in the same direction, um, it's the only one that has the power to you know, bust down doors. Your neighbor can't just run in and say, oh, we, I, I don't like that um, you're eating, you're barbecuing meat every day, right? It's like, dude, mm-hmm. this is my house. But if they were to pass some law that said I can't barbecue food, you know, now they have the authority to come in, right? Uh, so I think that's why government gets painted that picture. And then, two, yes, uh, I think there's a lot of key players behind the scenes that have invested a lot of money, and they're really pushing in one direction or another. The, the, the reason yeah, why and you, you guys got a point. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. regulations point. that are coming down uh, tend to create winners and losers, and the winners tend to be the people that – push for those regulations to be put in yeah. place. And so, you know, big company, you know, the Goldman Sachs of the world and now the Coinbase of the world, you're going to see those are the ones that are going to uh, somehow benefit from the new crypto regulations that come down. And then it's just going to hurt the, hurt the smaller players and the smaller people. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the the regulation is it's a, it's a real deal is, you know, it's 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 coming. Right. So we see the financial action task force. It's um, not going to affect Monero, though. We are already affected. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, we all said Monero is going on the ape over this. Right. No, it's, it's not- like this is the least. Thing. Yeah, this is not going to affect Monero in any way. You know, and it really it just make it a little more difficult for people to to get their hands on it. But like we've been saying, that you know, yeah, maybe you're saying it forces people to use it the right way. See, um, Reddit, nobody. Yeah, there are so many posts these days. Who are saying like, hey, how do I get Monero? How do I get Monero? How do I get Monero? You know, with that regulation, though, all it does is it pushes the technology to become better technology because a lot of this is they just don't want people in control of those funds. Right. But For example, if you have a peer to peer exchange, there's no one in charge of those funds. The computer system is so their laws cannot really wrap their head around that. They're really just preventing you know, somebody for creating a centralized exchange, making a bunch of money, they can run off with the money. So most of the laws are written on who's responsible party. When you make a person the responsible party and they're free to do as they need to do when you create a system, it really, the, the laws aren't, the regulation's not going to be directly written that way. It's going to be on, for example, they look at Uniswap and they think, hey, who created Uniswap? Who are the developers? Where are they hosting this? Where did they register the domain? So even though the you know, whole system is decentralized. It's, right. it's, it's, it's on a centralized system of domain names. And, you know, there's a lot of technology there. IPFS, you have decentralized unstoppable domains, you have ENS, you have all these technologies that when they write regulation, it just makes, oh, okay, so this is no longer uh, like a legal framework. Oh, but this decentralized version is legal and compliant. It's kind of funny how it, it kind of like shooting them, regulators shooting themselves in the foot because they're really just pushing people into more sovereign soil. Right. So I, I agree. Uh, guys, guys, we, we have to wrap up yeah. here, but this we'll is awesome. Up. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Uh, I think well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank yeah, you so thank much you guys, guys for, for jumping on. on. Thank you everybody for jumping on. Great, yeah. great contributions. Uh, unfortunately, we have to go. We have some fa- family things we got to do and we're, we're running late. Uh, but guys, this is what awesome. What are you guys doing tomorrow? Um, we should maybe we should do another round. And I apologize. I, I joined late. I had this in mind, but I just had other uh, things. To do. We're probably not going to, you know, we'll, we'll do another Monerotopia 
this week or you know probably or next week same time uh all right i don't think it's, we'll do one it's good to yeah. hear so many different yeah like yeah, we're doing, we do one every post twitter cannot capture what crypto bear is saying space <laughs> is saying you guys are great. yeah yeah i know 100 yeah i like this i, I feel guys, like there's please, a belonging here please jump on again when we do i mean be, be a regular contributor we'd love to have you know, <laughs> the conversation so uh um, trace you're on twitter expect, i am same name expect uh, a video or a monerotopia maybe same time next week or maybe we'll do it during the week sometimes we do it at night yeah we do morning. it at night yeah all right guys but, yeah thank, thank you guys. guys for joining us thank you so much hey, thank you guys appreciate uh, it yeah thank you guys um bye have a good weekend guys bye-bye bye. thank you for joining us on this week's episode we release new episodes every week you can find and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to monerotalk.live slash subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we are always happy to read them. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being back next week.